Yes, it is a Tuesday and this is Cameron Davies, which means only one thing. This is a bonus episode. This is the promised third part of our Flavor Theory and Practice series, which will probably end up having at least four or possibly four and a half of this stage episodes. So this is the third episode. Now, the first two episodes were episode number 130-134, which if you have a podcast app, you'll be very, like um, Spotify, whichever one you do use, like Apple Podcasts, you'll very easily be able to go back and have a look for episode 130-134. If you don't, simply go to our reasonably new website, which is www.seasonalbounty.com com.au and you'll see there is a tab which has a number of our recent episodes and like I said just look for episode number 130 and 134 and you can find them directly from that page um, and you will hear the first two episodes then flavor theory and practice now I got to be honest I did I have focused mainly on theory in those two pages you know about anatomy and the actual function of smelling and tasting etc etc so moving into episode three in the series, I would like to move on to more to the practice or more where the rubber hits the road. So what we want to do is start looking at how can we change this system of taste into an active skill that you can use in different ways in your life. Okay, now the first thing I'll say about taste is that it is reasonably hard to recall because it is quite abstract. So what we're going to do to make you turn your sense of flavour uh, into a skill is to work on your flavour vocabulary. Now I got this idea from looking across to my hospitality skills to wine tasting where they use quite extensive vocabulary to describe different flavours. Now, why is this, you ask? Well, thanks for asking, because I've done a bit of thinking about it, because, like I said, it really allows you to tie down flavours to something that you can remember, and you can remember words. Now, what you need to do is you kind of need to create a flavour vocabulary. Now, not to worry, because this is, like I was saying... The, only you need to really know exactly what it means. So it can be as quirky and as odd as it needs to be. And you will probably already have a modified vocabulary for explaining something special already. And I think probably the best example of this would be a musical vocabulary for talking about music with friends who also are not heavily trained in music. Um, and so you, you have things relating to intensities and textures and um, speeds and different emotions 
um, which all be used for when you're describing flavor. Okay, now the one thing I found myself using this flavor vocabulary for was that special curry that I had from Cafe Lali Bell, that beautiful Ethiopian restaurant in Barclay Street, Fusgray. Because that was the best um, curry I'd had in at least the last five years. I was speaking about it a bit. And because it was quite a meaningful meal, it also had some quite an emotional value to me as well. So every time I would use my vocabulary to describe that meal to people, I would get the goosebumps, which is quite an strange experience. But that's what you got to remember is that that's part of your flavor memory is also the emotional part, which can be quite valuable when you think about flavor as, you know, um, a, a also as a good way to, to map your tours around the place. So let's think about how you can get out there and start using your flavor vocabulary this very day. In fact, you can start doing it tonight, I think. I was talking, I was practicing this with my darling sister Kazan the other day and I said, where can we use this as an example? Should we wait till they go out to a restaurant and do it? I said, no, keep it simple, Cameron. Next time you're having a meal that was prepared in your house, together with your household, take five minutes either while you're still eating or just after you finish eating to discuss what it was that everyone noticed about the flavours in that meal. And I said, is this going to confuse things? She said, no, 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 Cameron. Think about how they do it in wine tasting. They get a big group of them get together and taste the same wine and then discuss it for ages so they can all get an idea of is there a better way for them to describe the flavour so they can remember it clear, more clearly and with better accuracy. It's kind of the same with your flavour vocabulary because whereas you'll find the kids will use pretty blunt words like oh, boring or mm, disgusting or any other number of terms that'll be upsetting. You might say things like plain or um, sharp or um, piquant, etc., etc., etc. So you can look at that. And then the part about flavor memory is you got to make sure you then recall it. So next opportunity you're together as a family, whether that's at breakfast the next morning or it's the next meal the next meal the next night, take another five minutes to recall exactly what you said about that last meal. And what you will find is that it will bring back people's opinions, um, but it also bring back people's emotions at the time, because that is part of the memories that are associated with taste and flavour and smell, especially is that. So the point here is, please go and go and start using your flavour vocabulary as soon as possible, even tonight if you have the opportunity, because it won't take you any longer to do than it takes to actually sit and have the conversation. There's no other organising you need to do. So just do it. Simple as that. Because in our next episode, part four of the flavour theory of practice, we will be looking at a very practical episode of how to use it in the kitchen. And then episode four and a half, <laughs> I think I'm going to do some of my more memorable flavour memories of the last year or two, just to give you guys some idea of different ways of can really be a highlight of your travels and experiences so there we go thank you so much as always i appreciate the opportunity to be of service to you i hope that i've been able to give you just a different way to look at things even just one thing would just be of great value to me so thank you very much for your time please do remember that i do love you and that 
I'm looking forward to chatting to you this Saturday at our normal f food marketplace report. And then it'll be two weeks, two Tuesdays time, we'll have that episode four in the flavour theory and practice. Thank you for your time. Good day. That's what you got to do to the world. Turn around, Bounty of the season, get it into you.